Welcome to the Two Minute Medicine Podcast, summarizing the latest medical studies curated and written by practicing physicians. For our full suite of daily medical study summaries and updates written by practicing doctors, please visit our website at twominutemedicine.com to start reading new daily content right now for free. On this podcast, twice a month, we cover the latest in healthcare news and research evidence. We are your hosts, Deepti and Andrew. On today's episode, we'll start off by discussing our articles of the week. In the second half of the episode, we will look at health issues that have arisen in popular media. Please head to our website at 2minutemedicine.com to sign up for 2 Minute Medicine Plus. Now, for just $4.99 a month, this single premium offering affords subscribers ad-free reading and all of 2 Minute Medicine's content. This includes over 100 pieces of new, original monthly content, including our daily medical reports, visual abstracts, the classics in medicine series, wellness checks, and more. Our article of the week comes from the New England Journal of Medicine and is entitled Increasing Prevalence of Artemisinin and Resistance, HRP2 Negative Malaria in Eritrea. Malaria affects communities worldwide, significantly impacting low- and middle-income regions. Artemisinin-based combination therapies are first line for uncomplicated P. falciparum infections. However, partial artemisinin resistance has emerged in Asia and Africa, resulting in delayed clearance or persistence of parasites following therapy. The fundamental mechanisms of resistance involve mutations in the PFKELCH13 gene. The current study reported results of efficacy studies from 2016 to 2019 at five sites in Eritrea to measure three-day positivity after completing artemisinin-based therapy for uncomplicated P. falciparum malaria. Patients six months or older with uncomplicated P. falciparum, measurable parasitemia, and fever were eligible for inclusion. Exclusion criteria included signs of complicated malaria, infection with another plasmodium species, severe malnutrition, fever due to another cause, and pregnancy. A total of 852 patients were enrolled. It was found that the percentage of patients with day 3 positivity increased from 0.4% in 2016 to 1.95% in 2017 and 4.2% in 2019. The percentage of patients with positive parasitemia on day 3 increased steadily during this period. R622L substitution in the PFKELCH13 gene was associated with a greater risk of resistance. Additionally, a proportion of parasites carrying PFKELCH13 mutations also had deletions in HRP2 and HRP3 genes, which could potentially render them undetectable by current HRP2 rapid tests. Overall, these results indicate that partial artemisinin resistance has emerged in P. falciparum parasites in Eritrea. Furthermore, HRP2 and HRP3 deletions in these lineages could affect their detection with existing rapid tests. We're excited to share with you that the second edition of The Classics by Two Minute Medicine has just been released. This book is a collection of landmark trials that have shaped medical practice in recent decades, summarized and curated by practicing physicians. There's even a dedicated section on COVID-19. Purchase your copy on Amazon today. We'll leave the links in the description box. Now for the scan. First, let's take a look at the crisis in Gaza. You may have been following the news covering the dire situation in the Gaza Strip. 
Equally important is the severe public health crisis that this population is experiencing. Power is limited, and essential supplies including food and medicine are hard to come by. Alongside the war, countless lives are being lost each day due to infection, malnutrition, dehydration, and a lack of access to medical care. Without access to clean water, people have been forced to drink seawater or contaminated water containing sewage or chemicals, leading to higher chances for outbreaks such as cholera and dysentery. Moreover, hospitals in Gaza have been targeted, such as the Ali Arab Hospital on October 17th, which led to 500 deaths. Other hospitals, such as the Shifa Hospital, have had nearly 35,000 people seeking shelter in them, making it a perfect environment for infectious diseases to spread. Next, let's take a closer look at ADHD and dementia. Is there a link? A recently published study in JAMA suggests that there could be a link between Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, and dementia. Approximately 5% of adults have ADHD, which means in the U.S. alone this could represent more than 11 million people. Contrary to popular belief, ADHD is not limited to children, there is no cure, and most are unable to outgrow the condition. Briefly, the study followed over 100,000 participants with and without ADHD for up to 17.2 years. The results highlighted that adults with ADHD seem to have an increased risk of dementia later in life. Some have pointed out that one possibility leading to this outcome could be that ADHD and dementia share similar genetic causes. Others speculate that both may have similar risk factors, such as diabetes, high blood pressure, and lack of physical exercise which are important both for good systemic health, but also cognitive health. Next, a conversation about abortion, pregnancy and infant loss, and more. Recently, Britney Spears shared her experience of undergoing an abortion while dating Justin Timberlake. The story is part of her upcoming memoir called The Woman in Me, following her release from a legal conservatorship that lasted more than 13 years. We have covered the topic of abortion in previous issues linked in the transcript found on our website. According to the World Health Organization, every year, nearly 121 million pregnancies are unintended and 60% of these end in induced abortions. Furthermore, October is National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. You may be surprised to learn that one in four women experience pregnancy and infant loss. This led the NIH to launch an initiative called the Implementing Maternal Health and Pregnancy Outcomes Vision for Everyone, which aims to improve and reduce health disparities among women. If you know of somebody who has been affected by pregnancy or infant loss, we've linked a couple of resources in the transcript of this podcast, which can be helpful to reference. Thank you for joining us today on this week's episode of the Two Minute Medicine Podcast. New episodes come out every other week, and all of our content has been curated and written by practicing physicians. This week, we'd like to thank Benjamin Lamb and Kira Liplick for contributing to the episode. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Two Minute Medicine Podcast. New episodes come out every other week, and all of our content has been curated and written by practicing physicians. Please head to our website at 2minutemedicine.com to learn more and to access all of our content, including medical study summaries, visual abstracts, excerpts from our classics book series, 
which is available on Amazon, and The Scan, which is our medical newsletter. Thank you so much once again. To make sure that you don't miss any of our content, please subscribe and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at 2minmed.